0: And I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 1,250 days in the 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams for Tech Tuesday. How you doing, Bruce? I'm healthy and alive, doing well,
1: staying cool, dry, been a bit rainy, been a bit... Well, I I was going to say it was a bit warm, but for August, man, it's been really mild. Like, we usually see like 100 and something degree temperatures, and uh, I just opened the front door, and it's actually not really bad. We're maybe 80, something like that. It's, uh, yeah. It, it's been pretty mild so far this year. It's almost like the almanac, uh, farmers' almanac is pretty darn close and saying that this summer is going to be a mild one, it's
0: going to be a wet one, and winter is going to be harsh. So far, they're on track for being right. How dare you say that the farmers are actually correct and the government is not? How dare you say that?
1: Well, being as they're closer to the, uh, uh, well, I was going to say ground, but uh, they're, they're on the ground more than, um, the government, the government is too. Uh, they're in their ivory towers, uh, and they don't uh, they don't pay attention to us, little people, and
0: our day to no. day. No goodness, no. We've got we we've got peer reviewed science to back everything up with. All mm-hmm. the scientists agree. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Superconductors. We've been talking about superconductors a time or two. Graphene being one of those that's a material as well as a superconductor. However, this breakthrough, which if we're considering this to be an actual breakthrough. I actually heard a, uh, an astrophysicist from Cornell University speak on what this actually means. So when you create something or you discover something as, I don't know, as a research team or something, and you you replicate it twice, right? You have to replicate it twice to get somebody's attention. So when you replicate something twice, all that means is, according to this particular professor. All that means is is that you've gotten somebody that's got their hand on the government money faucet ready to turn it on for you.
1: Yeah, pretty yeah. much, unfortunately. When you, mm-hmm. you, when you get into the academic world, that's why we have climate change, because the government can make money on climate
0: change and enact more control. So yeah, they, they want a piece of that pie. A superconductor breakthrough finding replicated twice in preliminary testing. So this is a step, according to this. And now again, take it for what you will from what I said previous. This is a step towards new, nu- uh, excuse me, towards superconductor fueled electronics. Which, if I'm correct, that means no more charging.
1: Uh, that would still be charging, but charging would well, be very, like very really limited. Fast.
0: Yeah, very limited. Yeah, yeah. Superconductors, which is a uh, a category of compounds that can conduct electricity without any losses, have been a um, have been like basically it's been like a goose chase. We've been kind of toying around with them for for a good good long while now, but uh, multiple research teams claiming and then retracting different papers because they're probably putting some feelers out there to see what they can actually get some bites on. Uh, They have announced that they have made an achievement. The reason is simple. A few things come close to the potential of an actual superconductor discovery in terms of what it can do for humanity's current and future technology. Imagine if your 16-core mainstream CPU, which likely requires a competent water-cooling solution to avoid incinerating itself, which is true because these things are ridiculously hot. What if that operated without a power loss, which no leakage, no uh, electricity waste in the form of heat, none whatsoever. Superconductors mean 100%, almost 100% efficiency in computing power. That would be a major breakthrough.
1: Yeah. So for the listener, for, for those that aren't aware... Uh, when you when you say superconductor, yeah, there's zero loss, but zero loss means or as close to zero as we can get. Uh, that means um, no heat generation, no uh, which. So that would be like no UV lights, no um, loss of of electricity, just ambiently. Um, you know, uh, you're going to have a little bit because magnetic fields and whatnot. Uh, so you'll you'll have some. And when you lower resistance like that, that means faster reaction time. That means data transfers much quicker. Uh, As an example, data transfers much faster through a fiber optic cable, which has lower resistance. Now, granted, it's light, uh, but it has lower resistance than copper, as an example. And copper wire doesn't transmit electricity as quickly. Uh, because of the, um, resistance that's involved, the, the, the loss. Uh, so when you improve though, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll see, um, faster times and less loss. So with less loss, God, man. we're talking you'll be able to charge like a battery. So assuming the battery is using the same tech and the battery is like uh, uh, like an aluminum graphene or, or you know, uh, what was the other one? There's like a sodium based one. If you're using a different one, a battery that has a much higher safe temperature and you can dissipate the heat much quicker, uh, you know, heat sinks and all that kind of stuff, then theoretically you could take a battery that has more capacity and charge them within like a minute literally from zero to full in a minute. Uh, and superconductors would be required to transmit the, the electricity without any kind of loss. And the, the God, we'll have a huge explosion. If, if this is real and uh, we can manufacture this on, on scale, uh, you're going to see a huge explosion in processor power. Uh, RAM speeds, uh, everything. Everything's going to just explode. And artificial intelligence, we think it's getting pretty advanced now. Um, you're going to see that skyrocket. Um, it's going to become much more efficient um, and, and easier to uh, uh, do the processing, you know, the, the cycles and everything that it's doing. Um, the other thing that might have an effect on is uh, quantum computing. One of the problems with quantum computing is any kind of, uh, basically any element outside uh, can affect the quantum computer. By reducing the amount of energy lost, that's less things going into the uh, what we'll say Ethereum uh, just for because when you start getting into quantum, it's magic. It's Ethereum. But anyway, it, it could potentially help quantum computing. And that's uh, for the goods and the bads of this. Um, this could be mean uh, all kinds of advancements that are beneficial and also advancements that are very very problematic as an example um uh the the kind of tracking and whatnot that can go on with artificial intelligence and uh you know, faster processing and you, you would be able to do m- faster processing at lower wattages cheese that's just the kinds of that that's huge if this is real that's huge that's a big development
0: LK-99, as it's been named, is a new compound that researchers believe will enable the fabrication of room temperature ambient pressure uh, superconductors. Initially published by a Korean team last Friday, frantic work is underway throughout the research world to validate the paper's claims. For now, two separate sources have already provided preliminary confirmations that this might actually be a real thing. Chinese researchers have even posted video proof. So this could change quite a bit if this, as you say, if this if this is actually real, because everything will change. Everything. Absolutely everything will change. All of your televisions, all of your smartphones, your cars, your appliances, everything will change.
1: The, the one problem I'm seeing is they say it'll function at that temperature up to 127 degrees Celsius. Uh, problem with that, 127 degrees Celsius is, um, now that is the um, ignition point for lithium ion batteries. Uh, they will explode at that temperature. However, um, uh, at that temperature, um, uh, it's 200 degree 260 degrees Fahrenheit. That's not, it's hot for an electronic, uh, but it's not. you can at 260 degrees you can cause things like the soldering to 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 break down and whatnot so it could do legitimate damage to the electronics but at that temperature that's a very low temperature at the same time so hopefully being a superconductor uh and having low resistance very low resistance um it can stay at lower temperatures but uh it's probably going to mean uh, when they get to the the cusp of what this material is we- able to withstand for processing and the amount of electricity going through it and whatnot for processing, it's probably going to have to be water cooled uh, to keep it at cool temperatures. Because you, if if it's if it becomes unstable at 127 degrees Fahrenheit, you can or Celsius, you can never have it get close to that temperature. Like you would have to keep it below 100 at all times, and 100 is kind of that's the emergency cutoff range about 90 to 100 degrees Celsius is the emergency cutoff that uh, is built into your computers now. Uh, so if some a piece of hardware gets to that temperature, your computer will actually blue screen and it'll shut down to keep from doing any damage to your to your system. So uh, it,
0: I guess under those circumstances, this material would be fine. I guess that would warrant a, a revolution in other materials then, wouldn't it, for construction purposes? So you, you can't just have the one material and then use the materials we've used up to this point To kind of complement that maybe some of them but you could some yeah i I mean it it definitely would to to accommodate with the higher temperatures you'd have to you'd have to create something new to sustain that yeah
1: if if you were going to that's the thing is technically if we if we made computer chips out of uh, a material that was able to withstand greater temperatures uh theoretically like as an example uh one of the best if not the best um thermal conductor that we know of is diamond um Uh, I actually didn't know that uh, until fairly recently. But synthetic diamond especially is really good at um, heat uh, dispersal. If we were to use that as an example, synthetic diamond made in a laboratory, which is where it's doable, we do that. If you did that and use that as like the base of the, you know, instead of using the the green silicon base, you know, that we instead of using that use the diamond as the base then theoretically it could withstand higher temperatures if you were to use something like graphene as an example uh, another superconductor which technically isn't a superconductor but it acts like a superconductor uh because of the honeycomb lattice um it is it allows electrons to to pass through there with very little resistance so it's not officially a superconductor i don't think uh but it because it 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 allows things to move through there and the, the heat dispense, uh, dispense, uh, dispersal is uh, what I'm looking for, uh, because of those things, they, they kind of classify it as a, a superconductor. So I'm looking forward to that. You said it's LK nine, nine. Is that what it was? That's it. LK dash nine, nine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll definitely be watching that. Uh, cause if we can get, If that's true and this is something that can be replicated and we have more scientists replicating this and we can then make it, you know, manufacture this and there's not any some kind of like, uh, you know, like um, this is like radioactive or something like that, assuming it's safe to use and all of that. This is going to be revolutionary, and if this is real, uh, within the next five to ten years, if we can kick up uh, manufacture of this, you're going to see some really big improvements in the, the electronics world. Um, this is that's big. And being able to make a superconductor that is stable at room temperature and ambient pressure that's that's really impressive. Most superconductors require very low temperatures or um, under pressure. It, it's just or both. And it, it,
0: it, that's not feasible in an electronic. Um, so let's hope it's real. Let's hope so. But it's like you said, it's one of those things to keep an eye on. Bruce, do you notice these, um, these things that are rolling out in the larger cities across the U.S., these delivery robots? Have you seen these? I've seen I've, I've heard of them and I've seen like video and photographs of them, but
1: uh, they are not in my area, my neck of the woods, and they probably won't be for a while.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of—I um, understand what you mean because I, I grew up in the same kind of area over there, but not in that state, obviously. But it's a little bit more um, sparsely populated, not quite so dense when you get out into— uh, what we call flyover country. Uh, so yes, yes, it's kind of inefficient. And, you know, these things are they're all electric anyway. So this is not something that you can just put some put some petrol in and say, here you go. You know, off you go. Go go deliver that. But you see, they're having a little bit of a problem with these things in the cities. Well, a lot of these deliveries, they're not being made because, well, the bums are tipping them over and robbing whatever's in them for either food or products that are being delivered to the would-be consumer. And as you can see, the uh, at least on the screen, I, I can say for the benefit of the listener, this is um, this is a 7-Eleven machine that is uh, supposed to be delivering whatever the customer has ordered to their home. And it was, well, you can clearly see it, it hasn't made it.
1: Why am I not surprised? Uh, did that say Houston on the side of it? It could have been, yeah. Um, Yeah. Maybe that's the company that's doing this and not the location, but, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised in the slightest that this is going on.
0: Um, (laughs) and the uh, bums are, um, yeah, they're, they're sitting on them, riding them down the street and yeah. Uh, is that a MAGA hat? Uh, I can't tell. It's
1: definitely a red cap, uh, whether or not it's a MAGA, I don't know, but, uh, would not surprise me it with these things yeah
0: with these things if you don't have if you don't have a um a peaceful society or a peaceful community these things are never going to work ever because they'll constantly be hijacked and robbed the
1: the only way something like this would work is if you had a uh for example you know the uh the the vacuum tube system that you have it like uh like a a bank or something like that here in the US I don't know if that's common in other countries I know it is here though uh Uh, If you had something like that and it was a delivery system for, say, like an apartment complex, right? Um, And you had some kind of tube network that would transport stuff. Maybe something like that would work because it's all a closed system. It's not something that can be hijacked. Um, But having it delivered like this on on wheels, uh, no. Maybe a drone. A drone might be a little bit safer. But then you run into the issue of people probably going to throw stuff at it to uh, knock it out of the sky, uh, if you will. But that's going to that be a lot and, more work.
0: Yeah. But that, and I, I saw this, um, uh, I saw this, this, uh, there was a business. I want to say it was in Australia or something. I could, I could tell because the, the lady's accent, she was, she was standing out there in, in her backyard with the phone videoing this, this quadcopter drone coming down and it does the little thing it lowers it down on the on the string or whatever you know and it, it kind of cuts it loose and it drops into the little spot uh, the little slot there and so the woman goes out and she's all happy and giddy and everything and she goes out to pick it up in the box is a donut and a coffee. I have two problems with this. Okay. So the first problem I have is the fact that there is a drone delivery service. Okay. That's my first problem. The second problem I have with this, take your lazy ass down to the coffee shop and get yourself a donut. If you want one,
1: that's fair. Uh, that's fair. God, that,
0: that, that is, um,
1: Mm. the, the, the pinnacle of, um, consumerism
0: that, that, that is, that is awesome. I forgot to mention, she was also complaining because the coffee had spilled a little bit when it got dropped out of the drone.
1: Oh, that that's unfortunate. Um, you, you just had your... You just removed a job from someone else, you know. Say what you will about the gig economy and whatnot. Um, you could hire someone, an individual, to go and buy that for you and deliver it for you. Yeah, again, lazy. Go out and do it yourself. I agree. Uh, but a human being... Can also do this, which they don't make a huge amount of money. Might I add that? That's I mean, you pay for gas and a little like a little bit extra on top of that. It's really not a lot of money, Uh, but it's something. Uh, So I I don't know, man. That that's just
0: that's lazy. That is just (laughs) that is that is got like that is lazy. I would feel bad if I did that. I would I would legitimately feel bad.
1: Yes and no. So part of me is kind of like okay, honesty here, right? Uh, I live in Podunk Nowhere. Instead of driving 20 minutes into town to go get food, uh, or 10 minutes, uh, 15 minutes into town to get food, um, sometimes I have it delivered, uh, takeout, because it's just easier that way. And with uh, transportation and everything, it's a, it's a little difficult. Vehicles aren't in the uh, gas prices, and and vehicle maintenance is not exactly cheap nowadays. And it's not, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, because of those things, I have food delivered uh, on occasion. Oh, it's a rare occasion, but because it's expensive, but you know, it does happen
0: on occasion. To, okay, yeah, on occasion, yeah. I I can understand. But you also are talking about an individual who's employed, mm. who's doing mm. that. Mm-hmm. You're, we're not mm-hmm. talking about a, a drone flying over to your home and and right. dropping something off that's that's five minutes down the road. Right. Yeah, correct. It's
1: it's someone that's um doing one of the delivery services and they get a tip on top of that. So um, it's someone that's making money. You're employing someone. And when you do the drone, you're technically you're (laughs) employing the drone operator or the technician that's doing the programming and the repair, but it's not someone that's actually actively flying it. It's autonomous. So you're, you're, you're removing someone from the, from the list.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I'm not that hard up for a bag of chips. You know, I'm, I'm just not, I'll go down to the shop and get my own chips. Even if I have to walk like in the, in,
1: under that scenario, like well, to be fair, if I lived in a in a location that had, for example, you you had a convenience store that's within a, a few minutes walk of your place. Yeah, I'm going to walk it. I'm not going to hire someone out. That's the other thing is if, if I lived in a location that I could legitimately go and walk and have a, a, a decent dinner or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. The problem is, is I don't I don't live in some you, you have to drive everywhere here. Um, So if I want to go and eat that that 15, 20 minute drive is an hour walk just to get there. And then an hour walk back. Um, and yeah, it'd be good and healthy and all that stuff. But I get a bicycle, I guess. Yeah.
0: But again, lazy. It's absolutely like a lazy. 30, 40 minute ride. Yeah, 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 absolutely lazy. Some of these people. Twitter has been fined for they complied, but it was a late compliance, a 72 hour window for turning over the transcripts of Donald Trump's Twitter account to the Department of Justice. They've been fined and what was it $350,000 and held in contempt because they didn't do it quick enough.
1: Mm,
0: yeah. At the very
1: same time, we have Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, the Biden family committing felonies, treason in some cases, and nothing's being done about them. And Trump, who had some papers that, you know, to be fair, I've talked to people about this whole top secret stuff. And if it's not uh, something like top secret documents that are legitimately uh, like the nuclear codes or, um, you know, our military operations, you know, something that's uh, like names, locations, you know, those kind of things. uh, A lot of people I talk to don't care uh, about classified information. So this whole argument that they're they're pushing to us, oh, he had classified files and they were top secret and all this kind of stuff. Uh, honestly, we haven't we haven't been shown what those classified documents are in full extent. You know what it could have been? Some of those classified documents, the president classified uh, some conversations he had just to kind of troll the media, and it could easily be he had those transcripts and it was just transcripts of phone calls that he had that he classified himself under presidential classification. Uh, and he he has that. It could easily be something like that. And they're just, this is, I, I'm just Twitter good on you uh, for requiring the following of the law, because the constitution does say you have to have a warrant to get any of those kind of, uh you know, searches and seizures. You have to have a warrant. I'm a constitutionalist. I think we should have some form of law. I'm not I'm as close to an anarchist as you can get without being an anarchist. So, you know, I'm I'm pretty far over there. Anyway, good on them for following the letter of the law when it comes to getting the information to them. Um, the fact the government is throwing a hissy fit because it's three days late. I'm sorry. How many times have you said that there's a project that you're going to do that was years late or you were over budget by $200 billion? Sit on your thumb and rotate.
0: Uh I, I, I have no no. I wouldn't pay it. Screw you. Just because of what you said. How many times you've exactly. been over budget on something? How many times have you been dragging your feet on anything? So yeah. How many how many FOIAs have you been given
1: and you have declined to fulfill those FOIAs in violation
0: of the law? No, no. I, I yeah. would refuse as well. No, I would. Yeah, I'd i I'd, I'd completely refuse whatever contempt i'd say you know what talk to my legal team and i would fight that all the way to the supreme court you better believe it over 72 hours and you know what that would cost millions of dollars but guess what it's the principle of the matter they have to pay for it just as well yeah but the problem is is that they're using stolen taxpayer money twitter's not true uh fair point I
1: don't know how you would. God, I don't know what you do in that situation when it comes to government. It's lawfare. It be a fair. pain
0: in the ass, but yeah, it's it's lawfare. The the entire thing, the process is the punishment, right? If if, yeah. if you if you will, that's what it is. It's they're yeah. just putting you into the system and dragging it out time and time and time again through a litigation process, so it just bankrupts you. So you'll just quit and you'll run yeah. out of money because they have a bottomless checkbook. Or yeah, well,
1: until the. Currency goes to pot, and well, yeah, until that it's worth goes. nothing, yeah. and then, yeah, 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 there is that. Which the here recently, the our credit rating was decreased.
0: D- yeah, but you know what, the, the the ratings agencies, those are bull anyway. I mean, those yeah. uh, those yeah. companies, we looked at them in in 07, 08, and and people were saying, you know what, these ratings agencies are full of it. They're completely full of it. The yeah. ratings that they were putting out then were junk. They were absolute junk. They were wrong and nobody should have believed them, but nobody listened. We even had people within the financial institutions, as in like the investment firms, were going to the ratings agencies and say, and they were saying, hey, you guys are wrong. You're rating these these companies and these banks AAA and they should be bust. And you know mm-hmm. what they said? Mm-hmm. Get out. Get out of the office. We don't want you here.
1: Yeah. To be fair as well, uh, when, you, when you start going into this and you start... Um Let's say the, the U.S. dollar does collapse. Okay, just for the sake of argument. Who do you think is going to come in and try to, to cash in and start seizing U.S. assets to pay for the debt that uh, we have with that nation? Who do you think has the stones to come in and try to do that? The only two people that I can think of, or two nations that I think, can think of that would even think about it, is China and Russia. Oh, well, also North Korea, but I, I I repeat myself. It's it's China and Russia. Anyway. Yeah. It's China Russia. Uh, yeah. So aside from that, you look at Europe. Europe is kind of beholden to us because we are their army or we uh, facilitate a lot of their military and pay for a lot of their military, which, by the way, you're welcome for your health care that you have over there in those countries because you don't have to pay for your defense. You're able to spend it on health care. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think uh, I don't think there's going to be any kind of collapse or anything when it comes to the U.S. dollar anytime soon. That said, I, I will uh, let me let me put a caveat in there. There is a chance of the U.S. dollar collapsing when the C, uh, CBDC kicks in. When they kick that in, they could say the dollar's tanking. Oh, no, it's collapsing. We got to go to this new system. And then we go to the new system. That might be how they, they gin up the hysteria to get other nations like the the EU uh, to jump on board with this singular digital currency.
0: And you know what? That is the be all end all. I hate to say that. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. But if that comes in, then that is literally checkmate. That's game over. I don't think people can, yep. can quite weigh that in their heads yet. If you thought COVID was bad, if you thought the, the discrimination under COVID was bad, this will allow them to cut you off. And I mean off, as in if you don't do exactly what you are told to do by that idiot box we call the television in their propaganda channels, if you don't do exactly what they tell you to do, go get this shot, go get that shot, whatever. If you don't follow that, if you don't buy into the LGBTQ plus alphabet soup, you're homeless. That's the cold, hard reality of the situation. You are homeless. You will not be able to buy food. It's that simple. I wish it was more complex than that, but it is not. It is really down to that common denominator, is that right there, that CBDC, that digital currency, because once that comes in, they will own absolutely everything, absolutely everything, and they will control what you can and cannot do, what you can and cannot buy, where you can and cannot go. Uh, and there's there's a little bit of hope on that home front. Uh, one
1: of the biggest podcasts in the world, uh, The Joe Rogan Show, here recently talked about that. I think it was an August eighth. I think uh, they it was brought up on their show, uh, and they they talked about CBDCs and how it's exactly that. Uh, one of the phrases they used is actually checkmate. Um, we're, we're done. Game over. It's, it's it's over. And at least somebody in in the mainstream is bringing this forward. So the average person that is more likely to listen to uh, Joe Rogan than they are, you know, like uh, someone like us. At least that's getting out there in the mainstream. So hopefully with it being talked about, people are made more aware and will resist it. Uh, I, I don't know anybody that wants a CBDC right now.
0: Unless it's no, like no one's clamoring for it. No, no one's asking for it. Nobody, not even the the crazy loons that are out there on the on the left. They're not even asking for it. Unless it's unless it's like a, a truly free system that's blockchain
1: based and all of that, um, you know, something like a Bitcoin or, or something like that. Uh, I don't know anybody that's talking about having a, a, a centralized digital currency. But in that case, it's not centralized; it's it's decentralized. That's the whole point of cryptos. But anyway, all that all that aside.
0: Well, the thing is, is that they're trying to slip it in quietly. They're not giving yep. this very much publicity at all because they want this to just show up. They want whatever fiat currency, whatever paper currency we have, they want that to crash and this to come online simultaneously. So you don't have a choice. They, in my opinion, and I've been saying this for, for years now, in my opinion, what I think they're going to do, they need a, a crisis big enough like they had in 2008. Bigger, in fact. They need something big enough to where you are going to be coerced. Like with the COVID vax, you're going to be coerced into doing what they tell you to do. In other words, you have a savings. You have a savings account. You have, I don't know, a retirement package or something. They're going to say, you're going to lose everything. They're going to scare the hell out of everybody. Everything that you've worked your entire life for, they're going to hold you hostage with it. And they're going to say, you're going to lose all of that. You're going to lose your home. You're going to lose your car. You're going to lose this, that, and the other. You're going to lose your property investments, everything, if you don't do this. And they'll offer you, at first, it might be an even one-to-one, maybe. That's a big maybe, but I'm guessing they're going to give you I don't know 50, 60 cents on the dollar tops, possibly less than that.
1: They might for initially. They may give you more for a time. Um, yeah, for a time. for a time to get everybody yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. It definitely is going to be a uh, which honestly that's why I was mentioning the the collapse of the dollar. I, I think that's something that they they would have to have because if the dollar collapses, you're going to see the euro collapse. Uh, you're going to see the pound collapse. I know technically they have their own value in a sense. The problem is, is it's tied to the U.S. dollar uh, as well. Uh, that's the reserve currency. So until that starts collapsing, which uh, you're not going to see that happen until they get rid of the reserve currency, uh, I I just I don't see them being able to scare people into getting um, a CBDC yet. Um, there there's extenuating circumstances that might, uh, for example another uh pandemic i don't know like a eg5 or whatever the hell they're calling it or yes i don't know it the, the newest variant let's say there's another pandemic and you're unable to work because the government won't allow you to work and so you don't have any money you can't make rent and so the central bank is just like hey we got a solution if you if you take one of our cbdcs and start using it we'll give you a stipend a uh, stipend every month and we'll we'll you know give you a universal basic income and all that kind of stuff and oh, it'll be so nice and grand it'll be so easy to use and you'll be able to transfer money between yourselves so easily and blah 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 all these great benefits that we already have um, but uh, they'll, they'll they'll try to sell it to you um and then congratulations, you are now a full-blown uh, slave to the government.
0: Really, it's not even the government, it's technically the, the central bank. This is breaking, and the only reason we're talking about it is because it's breaking. Last topic, China's internet giants have just ordered $5 billion U.S. billion worth of NVIDIA chips to power their AI projects. The internet giants rushing to acquire high-performance NVIDIA chips, vital for building generative artificial intelligence systems, making the orders worth $5 billion. Baidu, Mm. TikTok owner ByteDance, and Alibaba... Have made orders worth $1 billion and will acquire or are looking to acquire 100,000 A800 processors from the NVIDIA Corporation, which is uh, the US chip maker. The Chinese groups had also purchased an additional $4 billion worth of graphics processing units to be delivered in 2024. That's probably for crypto mining that they've outlawed for their own citizenry. NVIDIA offers the A800 processors in China to meet export control rules after the US officials asked the company late last year to. Stop exporting to uh, the company for their AI-related work. Why are we selling to them? I'm curious. What? Why? Why are we even entertaining this idea?
1: Yeah, that means uh, for those that are unaware, the AI that is currently "quote unquote" AI uh, right now, it's not actually artificial intelligence. It's just machine learning. But whatever, it uses uh, graphics cards. Uh, it, it does a more efficient job at doing uh, uh, numerical calculations, uh, but it is largely for things like um, uh, video imagery, you know, those kind of things. Audio, uh, that, that as well, uh, currently. It makes me wonder, given the time frame, uh, are they, is this something like they're ordering already manufactured cards? Uh, because if that's the case, uh, and it's not like a
0: uh, order in the sense of we want this many by this date. It, it's I think that's in what like, it is. I think okay. that's what it is. They're they're wanting it. I, they're putting in for an order for a specific amount of units because the the companies just don't keep those kind of yeah, units you on don't hand. Keep that on hand. No. So these are and the eight eight hundreds. I believe those are completely different to what we can get. So like the not the the average consumer. This this is, these are bigger processors that are ridiculously expensive, but. Again, if it were me, yeah. I'd be saying I, I'd pick up the phone and say, um, I, I'm sorry, did you say you were from China? Thanks for calling and I'd hang the phone up. Yeah uh, th-
1: that's that's fair. The problem uh, when it comes to that, it's probably server ones that the 800 series. It sounds like that those are server uh, hardware. the The problem though is, again, we're, we're <sighs> we, we've talked about it a little bit elections, you know, election fraud, those kind of things. That's that's something to consider, that's something that they may do. But improving Okay. Let's assume for a moment that it is indeed true that we just found a superconductor that is legitimately manufacturable. You now have a greater's uh, a greater weapons race uh, to create and weaponize artificial intelligence against your enemies. And having the superconductor is going to make it far more, um, I, I was going to say easy, but it'll be easier to make a faster AI. And um, that, that that could be a problem. In fact, you could probably make them smarter as well. The, the main problem that we're running into right now is, um, theoretically, we could make an AI that mimics humans uh i won't say is is uh, self-aware self-conscious you know what, what, what whatever what they're they're thinking beings of their own i, I don't think that's possible yet or if at all mm. but if you have a superconductor that is easily manufactured like that uh, it's going to open the door to much more advanced ai and it's going to be very dangerous well
0: we're going to have to leave it there my friend it's been a great conversation thank you for being here today thank you to all of the listeners god bless everyone and have a great evening